You're listening to another episode of Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. All right, Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. I'm John. And I'm Scott. <laughs> this is episode 295. <laughs> did, you, did you compress my no, mic again? No, or no. no. You, you failed to do that? It sounded a little bit too loud. It was it? Like I'm eating the mic. No. It's fine, man. It's totally fine. It's fine. I forgot to log into yeah. Facebook. Right. So I'm trying to do that. And tell everyone. TotalTalkNonsense.com And then, then I have to remember my password, John. Right. I might not remember that. <laughs> yeah, fuck, I can't remember my password. Really? Well, I'm... I'm well, why don't yeah. you just log in on your phone? Oh, I could do that, yeah, right on, John. <laughs> Look, what a great idea. I could log in on my fucking phone. It's <laughs> out of sight. I don't have to because I'm already... Logged in. See? This is episode 295, John. 295, We're here That's right. uh, roughly a week after here, our last episode. We're queer. Get over us. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I'll be in North Carolina next week, so oh. we won't be able to develop any kind of rhythm oh. here. But I was thinking about that earlier today, and when we used to do shows every week, yeah. we would run out of stories about ourselves. Yes. And our show was much different because we'd talk about current events. When is the last time we fucking talked about current events, John? I don't know, man. I really, well, we're going to talk about them today, John. <laughs> At least one event, and it's today. a science science story, John. We're going to talk about that. Nice. Very nice. Um, so, in in addition, John, it's it's a power pack show because we had Dudes Night, so we have to talk yeah, about that. that's right. Dudes Night. Um, I saw a movie. You didn't see a movie. I did not. I did um, not see a movie. Uh, I had a doctor's appointment, John. It's a very exciting doctor's appointment. <laughs> and the most glorious thing happened to me in the men's room oh, just today, that's John. That's great. So I get to share that I can't story. wait for that. I don't know what order to you tell these stories nuts? in. You found your nuts? <laughs> no, I still can't find my nuts. No. No. They're missing in action. They're missing it. They're not in the fridge or something? They're not. They're probably frozen somewhere, <laughs> but not in my fridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, frozen nuts. And t- speaking of frozen, is this the worst fucking winter ever? Oh I mean, is it God. ever going to be above is fucking it, twenty is degrees? It's never going to end. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. It's like the end of March. It's the end of fucking March. You know, uh, two weeks ago, I was listening to the radio and it was seventeen degrees or something. And they're like, "Hey, we're going to read last year's weather report at this time, uh, or weather prediction for the day. It's going to be high in the eighties, sunny." It's going to get down in the 60s tonight, and that was two weeks ago. I, well, two weeks and a year ago. And this winter is the is just the worst. Statistically, it's one of the worst. The most zero days below zero. Uh, the third most snowfall. It's just shit, John. Shit, and I'm sick of it. But you know what? On Friday, you know what? I'm getting on a plane, and I'm going to North Carolina. And you know what? At the ocean there, John. At the ocean. And let me tell you this. So here's what happened. So I, my wife books this flight, and we, we have to end up in Wilmington, North Carolina. So she books this flight. It's through Washington, D.C., and there's like an hour layover. Yeah. And then she, we, we get an email. 
And it says, yeah, we had to change your flights. Now we're in Washington for eight hours. <laughs> oh, God. It's an eight-hour layover. So I'm like, give me the goddamn phone. Well, actually, I said, honey, I'll take care of it. And she called and then threw the phone at me. So I put the headset on. I settle in because they said, yeah. an agent will be available <laughs> in 20 minutes. <laughs> so I listened to that United song, which is a kick-ass song. It's a piece of classical music. Yes, right. It's, it's usually, uh, it's, uh, what's the, I don't remember the name of the composer. <laughs> it's a great song, though, isn't it? It's a great song. Yes. Uh, I heard that fucking thing for 55 straight minutes. Uh, and then finally, hello, this is Tyler Durden. I am in Houston, and I will be your representative. Hey, let me explain. Rhapsody, so we, Rhapsody in Blue, it's called. Rhapsody yeah. in Blue. Uh, so we booked these flights. We had an hour layover. Now we have an eight-hour layover. So the minute I start talking, my, uh. my wife jumps on the other phone because she wants to listen in, right? So the guy's like, yeah, um, well, let me see what I can do. Okay, so here's what we can do. We can switch flights for you, but that's going to be, you're going to have to pay the additional cost of, you know, the flight. It'll probably be more expensive. And you're going to have to pay this transfer fee uh, when we switch the flights. So I'm like, hey, look, dude. It's by George Gershwin, by the way. I went from an hour layover to an eight-hour layover. I wouldn't have booked these flights if it was an eight-hour layover. <laughs> and my wife is like, hey, no, 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 be nice, be nice. Be n-. I'm like, fuck, be, be nice. So you need to ha- help me out here. You need to hook me up. All right, let me see what I can do. Uh, did you get verification? Did you verify that this change was, was acceptable? I'm like, no, I didn't do that. Look at your records, dude. I didn't do that. Hey, hey, be nice, be nice. So then the guy comes back to me five minutes later. Yes, uh, I see that nobody verified I this. I see that nobody... <laughs> nobody verified this change. Nobody verified... Let me see what I can do. So let, ten let minutes later, he I comes back, do. and he gives me, like, three options. And I'm like, dude, I like the first option. So what the option is, we're going to leave at uh, seven in the morning on Friday. Go to Washington... For eight hours, <laughs> and then fly to Wilmington. <laughs> His first suggestion was, you'll leave at 12.30 in the afternoon, and you'll only have like a two and a half hour layover. layover. And I'm not going to charge you for it, and everything's cool. And I'm like, super. That is super fucking yeah, cool, dude. Yeah. You're the man. Thanks so much. I really appreciate that. Now, I have my Friday morning available instead of Thursday morning. Friday morning. Take the dogs to the pound, John. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. So it worked out. The pound. It worked out for the best. And United came through to me. Came through to me? Came through for me, John. They came through for me. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> so are you flying first class? Hello? No, not at Hello? all. Economy. Oh. I'm sorry. I was sipping my Tillamore Dew, John. Yes. Hey, I didn't even check. Are we out of maple syrup? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> or I'm sorry, smoke maple <laughs> Knob Creek? <laughs> I don't know. I, d- I don't know. This is it. Rhapsody in Blue, Scott. Just for you. 
So yeah, yeah. I, I I cannot stand near. I remember one Christmas, um, we had the whole family here. Uh, it's Christmas night, and we always do Christmas at my house. There's like thirty fucking people at my house on Christmas. It's ridiculous. It starts out. It started out just well in my old house. Remember when my old house was like nine hundred square feet? Yes. It was the smallest goddamn townhouse on the planet. And we practiced with a band in the basement. And you used to come over and watch Bulls games on my big screen, remember? Yes. Remember those days? That was a great day. Yes. Anyway, uh, we'd have like 18 people in that little house. And we'd be sitting on the stairs and... It was just a, it was just crazy. So when we got this house, I thought, oh, it's gonna there's gonna be so much more room. You know, there is when the kids are real little because they you can put them anywhere. You can pile ten of them up on a little circular table. But now they're all they're teenagers, and some of them are grown up, and so they take up a lot more space. Not only that, but my wife starts inviting like neighbors over and other friends and. Friends we haven't seen in like, you know, 20, 30 years. So there's like 30 people at our house and and we got to feed them and all this stuff. But anyway, I digress. So uh, there's a bunch of people down here playing video games. And then my cousin Dan's dad, who, who, um, who passed away uh, recently, uh, unfortunately, but... Well, when he was still alive, he uh, he would come down here in my office and use the phone and my computer to get his flights all set up, situated. And usually they were flying to uh, the UK because he was from Wales. So he, he and his wife, uh, Dan's mom, would fly to the UK to visit Dan's aunt. And every time he get on the fucking phone with some guy to get his flights all, you know, you try to pre, you get your boarding passes, so you you book ahead the day before, so you just gotta, you just, just go right through, right? So he's on the phone with some guy, and the guy must have been Indian or something, and danced down here. And I guess the guy was uh, giving him a hard time on the phone and, and telling him that on his passport, his name is John something something, but there was a dot after his initial, but on his passport there was no dot <laughs> or something like that. So the guy was giving him shit that his, his passport is or something is different than what he has written down for his tickets. And his dad just flips out. And, you know, you and I, when we flip out, we throw F-bombs, but he doesn't. He says, damn, you know, or bloody. So everybody's all in the other room where you're sitting playing video games, and they could hear from here him say, I don't give a damn about a dot of my name i mean just flipped the <laughs> fuck out and uh <laughs> dan's like dad give me the phone this guy it's christmas and this guy is doing his job he's just trying to do his job and you're screaming at him it it's it's a running joke around the whole house but you could hear him like through the whole house just fucking lose his shit on this dude on the phone over uh, an initial with a dot at the end of it. 
So, yeah, I know how it is. I, I've dealt with these these um, customer service people, and they know they got you because you're kind of screwed. You can't really go anywhere else, can you? Because they're just merging left and right, these airlines. Yeah, but, you know, the the whole, the, it's the principle of the thing. So if the, it's odd because the principle of the thing, I'm, I, I'll speak up. But there's other things that I just let slide. And I, I shouldn't let them slide anymore. I yeah. shouldn't. Yeah. Um, one of them just happened uh, at Chipotle, and I think I told the story. <laughs> I was eating a fucking <laughs> shitty burrito, and I'm complaining to it my daughter be about shitty it. shitty burrito. And uh, the manager comes over. Hey, how is everything? Oh, it's great. It's wonderful. It's great. I should have said, it's, it's fucking shit, man. It's shit. This burrito is awful. Yeah. The chicken is overcooked. Shitty burrito the, day. The tortilla is stale. All right, dude. <laughs> Dude See my daughter hates when I do that She's, She goes Are you going to yell at that man Yes <laughs> And I make a big scene I remember once at Harry Carey's I, uh, I started taking pictures Of my food And the flash is going off And they're, they're like crawling under the table And, they're, and the lady comes over And says hey what's wrong I said, well, I'm taking pictures of the colossal shrimp you sold me for an extra $9. They don't look very colossal to me. They look like regular shrimpy shrimp. Well, sir, they, they do shrink a little when you cook them. I'm like, what size were they before? I'm thinking colossal. They're the size of the palm of my hand. But now they're the size of my pinky. Uh, and she got a little kind of an attitude with me. So I'm like, well, I'm posting this on Facebook and telling people never to freaking eat here. And my daughter's like, oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. And about five minutes later, the manager shows up. Uh, yeah, I heard uh, there's a problem with the meal. I said, yeah, you charged me $9 for these so-called colossal shrimp. They're not colossal at all. They're actually smaller than regular shrimp. Uh, so what are you going to do about it? He says, okay, okay, we'll take care of it. So not only did they comp me for the colossal shrimp, they took 25% off of my total bill and they comped all our desserts. So I'm curious about this. You told the story on the podcast and you have no recollection of it. No, I don't. So I I don't, I knew that I told the story about the burrito. (laughs) So I said, yeah, like I, (laughs) like I told on the podcast a couple of weeks ago about the burrito. And I just quickly kind of summarized it and said what I should have done instead of what I did. It's all running together, Scott. It all runs together for you. We need a real producer to keep notes. (laughs) Yeah. To tell you what you talked about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, for our new listeners, right, that have you know don't have time to go back and listen to two hundred ninety four episodes to get caught up, right? But I think you mentioned this on you know uh, two ninety two ninety three. Shut up, <laughs> you ass! All right, John. Not. So let me get to my glorious men's story, okay. men's room story. You go, girl. So I'm at work, John, and um, I discovered this. I can't remember if I mentioned this on the podcast, but I discovered this uh, very private area at the where I work. Yeah, and it's just for the executives. And somehow I got back there, and secu- it's right by the security desk, and they let me through. And so there's these two very private meeting rooms and two bathrooms, a men's room and a woman's room. And I had to take a leak. I was waiting for somebody in the lobby, and I'm 
I'm just going to run in here and take a leak. And the bathroom was something like I've never seen before. I, I mentioned this on the show. Uh, there was um, a remote-controlled toilet. And I was too intimidated by it. I'm like, I'm not even going to fuck around with that. So I just went to the urinal. I took my leak. But I, I did spend some time looking at all the controls. And there was a spritzer for your ass <laughs> and a spritzer for your balls. This was at work? Yeah, at work. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, so today I'm on the sixth floor. And I'm in this hour and a half WebEx in this meeting room. And at some point they were talking about shit that <laughs> I didn't care about. spritzer for your balls. Right. I, <laughs> I've so, never heard of a spritzer for your balls. Well, you're going to hear a lot more about that, John. All right. So I'm on the sixth floor, and it's the, that sixth floor is like the top floor, right? Yeah. And uh, so they're talking about shit that I don't give a shit about, so I had to take a leak. So I excuse myself. Um, I put it on mute, and I tell everybody in the room, hey, I'm going to be right back. And I you know, unmute it. And I leave, and I go to the bathroom on the sixth floor, and I go to the very end stall. So it's a, it's a bigger bathroom, and it has like six stalls, but the very end stall... Is like I like the end stalls. They're like the handicap ones. Yeah, right. They're big. And they're you bigger. can move around. So I get in there, and here is like the magic toilet. It's yeah. the one with the remotes. It's not a remote control, but it's got a control panel and the whole deal. I'm like, all right. I'm in. I'm very private. Uh, the stalls go all the way. The doors go all the way to the floor, so there's no you know six inch gap. Um, right. So I close the door and I latch it. Nobody's in this because the sixth floor is half empty and it's all women that work on the sixth floor. So nobody goes to this men's room. I'm very private and I'm going to check out. You're going to shart? Yes, I had to shart, John. I had to shit. (laughs) So the first thing that happens is I sit down in the, the... fucking seat is heated oh yeah have you ever sat yeah. on it i have never yes. sat on a heated toilet seat i work in the business man i've seen all of it <laughs> so it's heated it was so hot that i felt the coolness off the porcelain bowl yeah, yeah. Off yeah. The bo- where where your nuts were touching yeah, where my nuts were hanging <laughs> but it, like the, there was like a hot ring around my ass and then my exposed ass felt the cool breeze of the porcelain <laughs> I mean, it was it was exhilarating, John. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit! I need one of these at home. Yeah, just sitting on the hot, you know, on the hot ring toilet seat. Yeah, the ring. And I look down, and there's a temperature gauge, like it was set at, at the middle. But I could have cooled it off a little bit, or I could have heated it up if I wanted to. Yeah, like this is great. <laughs> so I drop a deuce, John. Nice. Right? And uh, usually, uh, you know, since I've been more healthy, like in the last two years since yeah. I've been working out yeah. and eating right and the whole deal, um, I kind of miss the days where I wasn't very healthy and I was constipated all the time. Yeah. Because I just pinched one out and I really didn't have to wipe up or anything. Yeah. I mean, it was just automatically clean. Big steak shit. Because it was so dry, yeah. you know? <laughs> but now I, I pinch them out and they're... they're um, <laughs> How do I not say this without turning everybody off? They're they're a little bit messier, yeah, right? Yeah, they're like peanut butter. Yeah. And so um, I'm finished, you know, it's it's out. And then there's the whole cleanup process, right? There's this whole cleanup process. Well, you got to use a spritzer. Well, yeah. Like if it was the old, if it was 3 years ago, I wouldn't have to use that. But yeah. you know, I'm I'm cleaning up back there, and I'm going through rolls and rolls, not rolls, but sheets and sheets of toilet paper, and it's like, 
it's like I'm wiping the end of a marker that's sticking out of my ass. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm saying, John? <laughs> it just never seems to end. <laughs> a brown paintbrush. So I look down because I remember from <laughs> I remember from the, my previous experience that this had a spritzer on it. So I look down at the remote, and there's a uh, a jet stream for the ass, and there's one for the front. So the front, it's unisex, right? So um, uh, I'm assuming that women have this in their bathroom and they can clean off their front with a, a spritz of yeah. water, right? Yeah, it's a bidet. Yeah, a bidet. A bidet. So I turn on the rear jet, right? And this thing, I was amazed at the engineering that goes into this because it hit me right, oh, right in, in the bullseye. Right you know what I'm the- saying, John? Right in the tetanus. <laughs> And I was thinking about this when I'm getting this what and so I, I uh hit the button and it'll spritz until you hit the stop button. Right? So I just have to press the button once. It's not like I have to hold it right, down. Right. I just hit it once and it starts spritzing and then I have to hit the stop button. I could have been on there for a fucking hour yeah. with a stream of water right up my ass. Spritzing your ass. And I'm but as I'm doing this, before I hit the stop button, I think to myself, This is an engineering marvel. Now Am I, is my ass average where, so I'm imagining the process of designing this toilet, right? <laughs> and I'm an engineer that has to, to shoot the thing right at somebody's right. asshole. How many people do they have to have sit on this thing? Listen. To uh, gauge where to shoot the I spritzer. I was talking to a guy who was touring the Toto toilet plant, and there was a guy demonstrating how it can... Flush five pounds of shit with only a gallon and a half of water. That's something else. And uh, and his job was to roll up pieces of pl- brown play doh and throw it into the toilet. Into five pounds. Into five, five pounds, pounds of play doh. Into a five pound pile of shit, and then show everyone how it flushes. Yeah, but next time you do that, or you see that demonstration, yeah, tell him okay, make the five pound shit, break it in half, and throw it in. Break it in half. Yeah, so there's competing halves. You know what I'm oh, saying? No, that, no, he made multiple shits. It wasn't one long <laughs> turd. It was multiple pieces of shit that he was forming into yes. tubes. Didn't we used to have a shit stinger when we told shit stories? And here I am telling the shit story and... I don't know where it is. I'd have to find it. I didn't know you were going to tell a shit story. You decide to th- you tell me about a bathroom experience, but I don't know. You got a blowjob by uh, someone. I don't know what. How did this get into blowjob territory? Well, I'm talking like, about. I had a fascinating experience in the bathroom, in the restroom at work. Oh, that's what you thought when I originally. Yeah, I had no idea had where no we were going to go with this. Yeah, you know, I we could have been meet before the show. I could have been annually raped. Exactly. No, but why? But but. Aren't you? It's better that I tell it that way because you're you're fascinated, right? You're like, I don't know what he's talking. I don't know what he's going to say. But are you saying that you need to know for sound effects? Uh, yeah, yeah. I need I need some guidance. You know, you need, I need to know for the production, right? Yeah, what is all that noise like, coming out of your? For computer? example, Phil had some news stories and he told you that he brought some audio in, right? And 
you'd never got to the audio. Yeah, because you weren't specific. <laughs> Phil wasn't, I wasn't. Phil wasn't specific. <laughs> what, am I his handler? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, apparently. You're the one that opens the door for him. Yes. Anyway, what would you say the shit... Shit stinger? Is that what you called it? Yeah, we had a shit stinger, didn't we? When we told shit stories? <laughs> didn't we have a shit stinger? Something like that. We had two of them. Yeah, yeah. We had, uh, like, uh, uh, oh, one was for our game show. Did we have a game show? It was right. like a bump, 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 but in, with farts. And the other was, yeah, there you go. That's for shit or shinola. Right. And then we had a shit stinger, which I'm bringing poopy back. Oh, here we go, here we go. Is that it? <laughs> no, that's not it. This is it. <laughs> there you go. Okay, next time. You gotta tell me. Hey, I got right. a shit story. Well, I just thought of it just now. All right, All so right. Uh, getting back. So I got the thing sprayed up my ass, <laughs> and it's it's a, a goddamn bullseye, John. So then I'm imagining the engineers that, yeah. do they have like 100 different people come in, or is it 200? Do they have to have men and women come in? And they just sit them on the toilet and look at their asshole, and then they have to point where their asshole is? <laughs> is that their job? I need to know, John. Yeah, I need well, to know these them. things. Call the manufacturer. Uh, so then I'm like, Get them on the show. maybe it's the, the way the seat is engineered, so yeah. no matter what ass you have, when you sit on it, your asshole will be in this position. <laughs> so then I, I hit the stop button, and I cleaned up. And I had to spritz again and clean up. And then I felt very, very clean, John. Yeah. Very clean. And just for shits and giggles, <laughs> I hit the... Um, <laughs> the ball washer? The ball washer. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think it's that's for men. Uh, it might not be, I but don't... why was it in the men's room? So well, it's, are you saying it's a, uni- it's a yes, unisex toilet? Yes. It's for women, right? But men can play around with it. Yeah, it's like I guess so. Some, it's like a. I don't know why you would want to spray your balls ever. Well, there have been times, you know, I've mentioned this before on the podcast, John, where it's really hot out and we're older now, so our balls <laughs> sag a little lower. <laughs> and when you're sitting down and your balls are hanging, sometimes I piss on my balls. <laughs> In, inadvertently. So it's good to have a ball spritzer then, wouldn't it be? Because how else would you clean it? Toilet paper wouldn't do the job. The urine would like get in the cracks of the scrotum and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Jesus. You piss on your nuts. <laughs> I, yeah, I pissed them. I just mentioned that a couple years ago. I, I, I pissed I, on my nuts I've for sat the first on time. Mine a couple of times. You yeah, know, yeah. And the ball in like, the morning, uh, and squishes like, out one way or the other. Whoop. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. You talk about like three in the morning, you got to take a piss. That'll you wake don't want to stand up because you're a little woozy. You go to sit down and you sit on one of your nuts. Nuts. Oh, it's it's brutal. You know what I've been doing lately is brutal. I've been waking up at like four like, and I have to take a piss at four. Yeah. Is that a problem? No. I never not, had to do that it's before. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. But I do sit down. All the time, John. 
Except if nobody's home, then I stand up. I'm gay. Oh, and here's what happens when I stand up. I'm gay. And what's that? I lift the toilet seat, and I have yeah. a son, right? Yeah. And I lift the toilet seat, and I'm like, God damn it, my son. It's, all there's over piss the all over the place. I know. It's like, what is going on? How the fuck does this happen? I don't know. How, I mean, it's unbelievable. They get it on the toothbrushes and everything. They're spraying that shit everywhere. It's it's really bad. <laughs> and I call them in, and I'm like, hey, hey, clean this shit up. What is this? Aim more carefully. First of all, lift the seat, and then make sure you're hitting the goddamn toilet bowl. How about that? Yeah, it's not like a can. It's not a bottle or something. It's a right. bowl. It's huge. They're not trying to hit a, a Coke bottle here. This is yeah. a big... Big, it's a not bowl. a thimble. <laughs> it's a bowl. For yeah. Christ's sake. So that was just a remarkable experience Jesus for me. Christ. I, I spent a little bit more time in the yeah. in the men's room than I should have, <laughs> um, but I felt so refreshed, so invigorated, John. <laughs> and I got back to my meeting. Right, because you didn't have goat's ass. The rest <laughs> I did. Of the day. Yeah, I did it's not have ghost ass. Ghost. Ghost. <laughs> ghost ass. That's when Casper pops right, out of your ass right. and he haunts you. Yeah. I'm wiping my ass. I got a, I got a marker sticking out of it. Ah, that's hilarious. Yeah, goat's ass. Remember that? Goat's, goat's ass. Yeah. Goat's ass. I didn't know about that until I moved in with Bones yeah. and I heard about goat's ass. His- on the golf course. Oh my God, that was that's disgusting. Were you there, or you're just saying because no, of the story told I told? No, he told me the story. Yeah, he told me the story. Oh, he told we you the story. We're all together. He said how he he had goat's ass, so he went over and used the the ball washer towel and wiped his ass with it. Oh my God, <laughs> and left a big shit stain. On the golf Shit towel. Stain. <laughs> Shit stain. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. So, yeah, I um, I want to get one of those installed at <laughs> in my house now. It's got to be expensive, yeah. though. And it's got to be a lot of maintenance. And it's got to be, um, I'm assuming it's all, like, waterproof, They, they even right? have uh, toilets. I was at the, at the kitchen and bath show... Uh, that suck the smell out of your ass. So it, there's like a vacuum going yeah, on. Like on a plane. Yeah, when you're shitting. It just it's just sucking. <sighs> sucking the We should make a movie instead of snakes on the plane, <laughs> shitting on a plane. Shit on a plane. Shit on a plane. <laughs> oh my god. Did you hear that uh what's his name? Um Oh man. What the fuck is that actor? Samuel L. Jackson. No, no, no. The actor uh, uh, Kevin Costner, no, no, Jack Nicholson, no, um, no, Brad Pitt, no, George Clooney, <laughs> John Belushi. No. Is he alive or yeah, dead? He's alive. He's he, alive. He was in uh, Michael Caine. No, Sean Connery. <laughs> gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Not Seth Rogen. What the fuck is that? Seth? Uh, oh, uh, uh, James Franco. No. Um. um the other guy. Yeah, the other guy with the curly he, hair. Yeah, he's kind of big sometimes, <laughs> yeah, and then he shrinks. Right. And he was yeah. he was nominated for an Oscar right. in Moneyball. <laughs> what the fuck is his name? Jordan. No. He uh, was in uh, <laughs> Superbad, man. Yeah. Superbad. Come on, dude. What's his name? What's his Jonah Hill. Jonah God damn Hill. it. Jonah yeah. Hill. He was telling a story about how 
he was on a plane with this and sitting next to this chick that he didn't even know. He wasn't quite famous yet, and he's like, "Yeah, this chick, she is the love of my life." I, I'm talking to her. We're having this great conversation. It's really fantastic. It's 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 it's. I'm thinking as soon as we land, we're gonna exchange numbers. We're gonna get married. It's gonna be great. And um, and I have to get up. I have to take a piss. So I said, you know, wait a second. I'll be right back. And uh, he goes and walks down. Uh, and in the center of the plane, there's a toilet in the center. He walks down to the toilet and he's waiting and waiting and whoever's in there is in there forever. And then they finally come out and the fucking and he walks in and the fucking smell. Somebody just fucking died in that bathroom. I mean, he's like, oh, my eyes were watering. It was horrible. And I take a piss and I'm done and I'm excited. I'm going to go back to my seat and I open the door and there's the girl that was sitting next to me waiting to get in and i'm like hey um because yeah. you want to do the mile high right no i don't know what the she door wanted to do and she's door, like oh she can smell dude, what it what the hell and happened like, here yeah. <laughs> and he goes that was it man that was it the rest of the flight it was all small talk we didn't really talk to each other i tried to explain it wasn't me it was the lady before me oh fuck yeah that's my worst fear that happens to me on the elevator. I'll get in the elevator at work, and I'm like, oh, geez, who was just in this elevator? And then I go up to the fourth floor, and I get out, and there's like 20 people ready to get in. And there's this stench that's still in there, and they're all looking at me like I'm the guy. <laughs> like, hey, it wasn't me. Come on, man. Yeah, I don't like that shit. Shit. But if you time it right on the air, on the airplane, uh, it's... Uh, there's no odor. Like you said, the vacuum, right. it's gone. No, not all the time, dude. I, and we, we, my wife and I flew on a flight home, and the guy, <laughs> I'm such a selfish fucking dick. I have to have the aisle no matter what. So she's in the middle, and there's a guy by the window, and he's farting the whole fucking three oh, and a half hours. Come on, dude. Like, that's... Brrr. And it, oh, you it's audible? You couldn't hear it. It just like, you would <laughs> waft up. Didn't he put a pillow on his lap or no, anything? Nothing, nothing. Nothing. This guy needed like a charcoal pair of underwear or something. It's like, you know, when you're walking up the stairs and you smell what they're cooking in, in right. that apartment, in that apartment. In your defense, John. And you're like, hey, boy, that uh, that smells good. That plus crap. In your defense, how much farther away from your ass from his ass, are you? 24 inches? It, and it really doesn't make a difference, right? I guess. What do you mean in my defense? In your defense. Oh. I mean, it's just hitting her first. But eventually you savor, not right. savor, but you uh, have savor. to... Savor! <laughs> Boy. But you have to be... <laughs> I bet, what would they have in there? That exposed to that odor uh, just a little bit later than her. That's right. all. She's just experiencing it before you. Yes. Uh-huh. Very good, very good. That right, John. Plus clap. Moving clap. on, John. Yeah. I had another yeah. great experience this week. Yeah. What was that? Um, so I, I went for a physical. <laughs> and I have a new doctor. Oh. My old doctor left. He left. He left. went to a different... Um, 
Done. Practice Over. or something, right? So he's out of my insurance. He's still in my insurance, but he can't take me with him. He's got some like conflict of interest thing because he's moving to this other practice. So he's still in my insurance area, but I can't be his patient for another three years or something. So I get this new doctor, and I show up for my physical, and I'm almost 50, John. Yeah. Almost yeah. 50. So, so am I. My doctor is a woman, and her name is M. Her last <laughs> name is M, right? And I Dr. love M? my new doctor. Yeah. I'm not in love with my new but I love my new doctor because, here's why. I've been to a lot of doctors, and they do stuff to me, and they don't explain to me, and I have to ask questions. When she does stuff, before she does stuff, she narrates the whole time. She's always narrating. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to do this, and I'm going to look at this, and here's what I'm interested in. Hold on. I got some paperwork. Wait, can you bear with me for a moment, John? I brought some paperwork. (laughs) I just remembered it. Hold on. Because she let me uh, bring it home. And I thought that's fine. Hey, dude, what's that thing that you do in Lake Geneva? A triathlon. When's that? September? Yeah. Why, you want to come with? We go up to TP's and we hang out at TP's that night. We drink some wine. We tattoo ourselves with the numbers. And then we go to the triathlon the next morning. I'll warn you, John. Julie's training for it. It was 32 degrees air temperature. And I was in a speedo, oh, yeah. and I couldn't wait to get in the water because the water was like oh, that's right, you seventy swam, degrees, like, way out of the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a great time though. It's a TP is a gracious host, very gracious host. So I get in there, and the first thing she tells me is, "Hey, the reason you have a physical every every year is we're looking at your cardiovascular risk factors and your cancer risk factors." That's the two reasons that you have the physical. That's yeah, it. Yeah. I'm like, I never knew that. Yeah. That's exactly. fucking awesome that you tell me that. So then uh, she went over my entire medical history that was captured by my previous doctors. That's all computerized, right? Yeah. But what the doctor didn't, these doctors did not do is close shit out. So she had to go through like, I couldn't believe how many ailments I've had in the past 20 years. There's a big list. Uh, so for, do you still have pneumonia? No. Okay. So she closed that out. Do you still have rectal bleeding? No. Okay. So she closed that out. Do you still have this? And she went through like 150 things. Okay. So here, we're here for your cardiovascular health and cancer screening. That's what we're doing in a physical. And, uh, so she gave me the exam and during the exam, she would just narrate the whole fucking time. And it was great. I was like learning shit. But here's the deal, John. Here are, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's seven factors for cardiovascular health. Do you know what they are? No. She asked me, do you know what they are? And I'm like, hmm. Uh, smoking? Yes. Anything else? Um, stress? Okay. Anything else? Uh, obesity? Yeah. Anything else? And then I was done. Yeah. That's all I knew. Right. And she said, you did very well. So here they are. They're smoking, diabetes, hyperlipodemia, demia, (laughs) whatever that means, hypertension, obesity, sedentary lifestyle, and stress. What's the difference between hypertension and stress? 
I don't know. Well, hypertension is the diagnosis that you have high blood pressure. Oh, high blood pressure. Yeah. Okay. So high blood pressure and stress, those are two different things. So when uh, during the examination and during the interview, I don't have any of this shit. Well, I take that back. Clinically, I'm obese. For my height, I'm six one and a Wait quarter a inch. You're obese. There's no way clinically. I'm six That's one and bullshit. a quarter, and my weight is two fifteen. Yeah. So for my height, clinically, I'm obese. Yeah, that's bullshit. No, I am. You could look at a chart. Yeah, clinically, that's bullshit. That whole clinical right. shit is yeah, shit. I understand. But she here's what she... So the whole time, and I, I think she's flirting with me. Yeah. Because, and I'm thinking, is it... She's Korean. And, I, and I'm thinking, is this cultural? But then I think, whenever I talk to a woman, I think women are flirting with me. <laughs> so is it just me, or yeah. is it... But so when she's telling me this, she's saying, um, "I think all men think that." Yes, clinically you're obese, but you're not obese. You're you're muscular. You're very muscular. And I'm like, "Oh, right on, <laughs> right on." <laughs> so then we start talking, and she says, "Okay." Uh, so we're going through my history, and she's talking about my age, and then she said, "Okay." So uh, the last time you were here, so you don't have to get a prostate until you're. Uh, older than 50, and you're not older than 50, so we don't need to do the prostate. And I'm like, hey, that's great. You know why? Because I'm having a colonoscopy anyway in like two weeks, so why bother with the prostate? Right on. So let's not do the prostate. So I'm excited about not doing the prostate. But she keeps coming back to the prostate. Yeah. Yeah, so um, uh, did you want me to do the prostate? <laughs> No, no, we, we just talked about this. You said I don't have to have it. And then she's looking at my record. Oh, your your previous doctor, he gave you a prostate. Well, why did he, he you've had a prostate. Yeah. So you've had this for four years, but you didn't need it, but you had it. And then I'm thinking about my old doctor. What the hell is going on? I didn't know that. I didn't know you needed it when you were 50 and you didn't need it before then, but he's given me a prostate for the last four years. So now I'm questioning my relationship with my old doctor. So then she starts talking about something else. Yeah, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, and then we're going to look at this, and we're going to do that. Um, well, you know, when you do have your prostate, so the prostate is in the back of her mind. She keeps thinking about the prostate. When you do have your prostate, and here's where I thought, is she a listener of our show? <laughs> Right. When you do have your prostate, you're lucky because I'm a woman and I have very small hands. And as she says I have small hands, she shows me and like she flexes her fingers oh, to show no me way. that she, I swear no to God. Way. And I'm like, this is getting awkward. <laughs> weird. This is weird. Because <laughs> we were talking about something else and you come back to the prostate. So then later on, she's examining me. So I got to take my shirt off because she has to do a cancer screening. But she has to look at my head first, and then she's <laughs> looking at my shirt. And then she goes behind me, and she's looking at me. And then out of nowhere, because she's narrating the whole time. Narrating, narrating. But out of nowhere, no narration. She grabs the back of my neck and like starts giving me a massage. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what, what part of an exam is this? <laughs> and she said again, you're very muscular. Oh, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> so then, okay, you're turn killing, around. You're 
killing me, man. Can I put my and shirt back on? I love this oh, doctor. I'm, right? I'm, I love I this doctor. I can't wait to go back. She narrates. She tells me, except for that one where she <laughs> massaged my neck. <laughs> so she has me turn around. Oh, She's like, God. okay, I got to do the testicular exam. And here's, I'm going to look. Here, I'm going to look. I'm going to look for cancer, and I'm going to give you the hernia exam. So I'm sure you've had these before. You're familiar with these. I usually do it with my yes. lips. Um, so she slaps on the gloves. And then uh, as I'm dropping my drawer, she slaps the gloves on. And then she says, and we're going to do a prostate, right? And I'm like, oh, my <laughs> no, God. What? What? Just let what her is, do it. No, it's just like. Get it she, over with. Uh, this is like the third time we've talked about Moon this. Moon River. We don't have to do the prostate. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I don't know. It's Just like let her stick her little Korean right. fingers up your ass. But because of these other comments she but made, here's because the thing. of. Uh, the thing about the prostate is that if she can't reach it with those little fingers, then she's got to go in deep. <laughs> Maybe two fingers. <laughs> or fist, right? Fist you fist your me. ass to reach it. But she keeps mentioning the prostate, and I'm getting like freaked out about this. Like, <laughs> n- no. We got to try the prostate, right? <laughs> we talked about this, remember? Oh, right, right. You don't need chopstick up and your ass. And she's like, next year, next year. And next she's got year. the smile on her next face. Yeah, we do it. Yeah. Hi. So then she grabs my nuts, John. <laughs> And as she's she's roll so she's got rolling them around, right? Yeah, she's got she's two fisting my nuts, yeah. one in one hand, one in the other. Are you guys making eye contact? She's rolling. No, I'm looking straight ahead. <laughs> she she's rolling, but she's narrating the whole time. Okay, so I'm ta- I'm looking for lumps and it's oh, smooth. They're it's very be, smooth. They're very be, smooth. <laughs> That's very good. That's very good for you. They're very smooth. What is she? Secret squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do her accent. I'm trying as hard as I can to recreate the moment, John. So she's done with my nuts, and then she's. Uh, Are you talking about? Okay, your now nuts? we're gonna we're gonna do the hornia. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're gonna do the hernia. Yeah, there we go. So she jams her her hand like into my abdomen and says, "Cough," and I got to cough, and I got to turn my head, and the whole thing. And she's like, "Oh, everything's great. Everything's great." Um, and then I, I get to put my clothes back on and then she gave me her card. She gave me her, uh, she's got like this, um, um, handout about her <laughs> with her picture on it and where she went to school well, we and know, the whole deal. You shared it with everyone. <laughs> you sent me the fucking picture text. Here's my doctor. She just touched my nuts. No, no. Yeah. I didn't say I my doctor. Here we go. I said, Oh no! This you're woman right. just touched this my woman nuts. Just touched my nuts. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, dude, what? <laughs> this woman touched my nuts today. I was like, what the fuck? Why? <laughs> my new doctor. Yeah, I should post her to the uh, to the Facebook page, right? Yeah, she touched my nuts. I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> this woman touched my nuts. Let me see if I can figure that out for all you guys out there. Facebook. TTN page. Oh <laughs> Post a photo. You, you might not want to do that. You could be arrested. Could I? Why? I don't know. Defamation. <laughs> Defamation. Yeah. How? It's accurate. It's. I told the well, truth. As long as you don't put her name there, I guess. I'm not putting her name. Oh, did I delete her picture? I, f- I think I fucking oh, here, deleted her picture. 
All right, you're going to send it to me? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> There's a picture of my wife in here. I could <laughs> I could post hers and put the same caption. <laughs> that wouldn't be right. No. No. How dare you? Oh, I just spelled your name Svat. 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 Yeah, so I have a clean bill of health, John. The blood pressure, the uh, all that shit is cool. I don't have any of the markers yeah. for cardiovascular risk. Not me. I got them all, man. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, when I was in there... Uh, and like, man, John's got all this shit. I wonder how he feels. Well, you don't smoke. He's a fucking You don't panic. have diabetes. No, I don't have... Right? I don't have... Uh, all I got is high blood pressure and obesity. So you have hypertension, obesity. Yeah. Come on, you have a sedentary lifestyle. Well, yeah, but I mean, I, I until don't, now I don't have. Um, and you got stress. You're on fucking Xanax. Yeah, <laughs> that's you stress me out, man. Me? No, I stress no. you out. Yeah. No, so it's... you got four of the seven. You got four of the seven. Are you? How could you not? You are like the calmest guy I know. I've never seen. I'm all. I'm like. Uh, You've never driven with me, have you? <laughs> yeah. That's the only time I lose it. Remember that one night we drove back from downtown off uh, after seeing Professor Tom? Was I driving? No, I was driving. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we're driving behind this really slow guy. And there was all these like um, uh, those, those uh, construction horses. And I fucking gunned it and shot and slalomed into the construction horses and went around the guy. And then shot back into the lane. And you were like, whoa, man. That was fucking impressive. I dig aggressive driving. I I mean, I I don't remember it. But I'm like, this motherfucker. (laughs) Remember when uh, the papooch took off with me with one leg in the door? And he got all pissed off. Oh, yeah, we were driving through New York. And he's driving like 100 miles an hour. And you're in the front seat, and you're telling him the story about how Steve did the same thing, Mr. Schmuel. Mr. Schmuel, yeah. And, uh, oh, I got to tell you, when we're at Dude's Night Out, yeah, he's he's very upset still to this day. We have to go back and listen. He says I called him a freak. You did. And hurt his feelings. And we talked about that. We told him... Steve, you're you're interesting because you're a freak. Oh, don't say that, man. Why he, not? I don't know. He just goes. He's like Niagara Falls. Slowly, I turn <laughs> step by step, inch by inch. He was going. I'm like, dude, relax. I, we didn't mean it that way. No, it was we, did. More of a, we did. That's what makes him interesting. If well, he wasn't a freak, not like a freak, like like some circus carnival. No, Carney freak. Yeah, like a, a guy who has like a like three foot yak dick. Woman no, <laughs> he's not a freak like that. No, he's just got you know special qualities that make him unique. He's funny. He's a funny, dude. Yeah, he's very funny, especially when he's making zombie movies. Well, the one thing that we figured out. At uh, Dude's Night Out is that you did not go to Andhal Day Camp. You're making yes, that did. shit up. No, I did go. I just don't live in the past like you and, <laughs> and Deeb do. Deeb. Yeah, you two live there. You live between eight years old and 18. Yeah. I've never so? heard somebody so... I, we got to get Dan on the show or something. We'll okay. disguise his voice yes. just to hear him... 
<laughs> my God. If I hear that goddamn story about the chick with the swimming... About uh, Tina? Yeah. One, One more time. time. What are you going to do, John? Yeah, I'm going to shoot myself in the face with a fucking bazooka. It's a great story, isn't it? Oh, my God. We used to go and watch her play badminton. <laughs> oh we used to cut class to watch her play badminton. With the zip-up gym suit. I remember those gym suits, too. With the They were like blue... Uh, shorts, and then the top was blue and white stripe, and then they had the white zipper, and some of the girls wouldn't zip it all the way, you know, so you could right. see some major cleave. And they wouldn't wear bras. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, but you live there, man. That's where you live. What do you mean? Your live? brain is living in 1981. <laughs> You're living no, there. No, it's not. Yeah, it I'm is. trying to write this post. I'm trying to eloquently write this post with the <laughs> Dr. M. I'm going to say we are recording right now to find out who this is. Tune in to episode. What is this? 295. Yeah. Two. Can you tune in to episodes tune on the interwebs? In. Yes. You tune it in. That's not very good language, but <laughs> tune I'm it in later. Post it anyway. Oh man. There you go. It's there, posted. There you have it. How about that? Yeah, but the you know we were talking about this before the show, and and I do enjoy stories from my younger days. Yeah, uh, I do too. But I mean, <laughs> and we t- we we talked about glory days. Mine usually aren't at, at the school. I mean, yours are all at like almost all in school. I loved high school. Actually, mine I I didn't. I didn't love high school. I loved uh, after high school. I loved after high school. That was the best. And man. we have great stories from after yeah. high school. Your one of your favorite stories is the beach ball to my head after <laughs> high school. <laughs> the biggest fu- fucking it was a soccer ball the size of it was huge. It was like a four foot soccer ball that got punted right into the side. Of your- <laughs> That is the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> How it caromed off the side of your head and your head. <laughs> but what was even funnier is you tried to kick it back and you missed. <laughs> How do you fucking miss a four foot ball? I not only and missed, then your I lands on top and you fall. <laughs> <laughs> My foot rolled over the top and I fell. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh yeah, but fuck. I think that uh, I think that we <laughs> we reflect on that time because there was there was a different story every week. Where now that we're married, we have yeah, families. Those yeah. stories are few and far between. Yeah. But we still have good stories. Like there's a story about me <laughs> collapsing in your bathroom. That's a good story. <laughs> and that didn't happen yes. too much. That wasn't too long ago. No, we have right. uh, we have recordings of stories <laughs> that happened at the old studio. Yeah, uh, so those are good <laughs> stories. Oh my god! But that that whole that whole giant soccer ball scene, it's one of those things that just out of nowhere it will come to my mind, and I will laugh out loud. And and people look at me like, what the fuck are you laughing about? You know, you know those things that just come to your mind, and 
they're just so goddamn funny. Yes. That bam, and you're cracking up. Oh, oh man. Good times. Good times. Good times. <laughs> right on. Good times. And when, uh, when uh, Brian, uh, Reverend Weed, <laughs> Rick tells a story about he's down in the basement at 2T2, and Reverend Weed was walking down with a monitor, and he, tri- he tripped. <laughs> And as he f- dove to the floor, this big triangular monitor rolled underneath his body. It gave him like 14 bruises from his neck all the way down to his nuts. His nuts. But what made Rick laugh was that he t- <laughs> Brian jumped up in the air. I'm okay. Because, you know, after the beacon, you're so fucking hammered. That was one of the nights where we had a double-headed thing where... Knob Rocks and Kangaroo Court played together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Remember those days? Oh, and you tried crazy. to imitate yeah. Rick and broke the guitar. Crowd. <laughs> like an idiot. And it just it just folded in it half. It exploded. It just went. Yeah. <laughs> like a big L. What do you mean tried to imitate yeah. Rick? Yeah. I imitated no, Rick. No, you didn't. That wasn't very... But I followed through. Yeah. What do you mean? You fo- Rick never slammed his guitar in the ground. I know. He never, you know, he never went full retard like I did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're going to destroy your guitar, yeah. destroy your guitar. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at my... So she she printed out all the shit for me. So, John, yeah. you're you're a, not a doctor, but you can play one. Yeah. My blood pressure is 112 over 64. Is that good? It's phenomenal. My heart rate is 58 BPM. Wow. Is that good? That's phenomenal. You're my dead. My pulse quality is normal. My respiration is 16. What does that mean? 16. I don't know. My respiration quality is normal. Yeah. Oh, this is the other really cool thing. For my entire life, I've been six feet and three and a quarter inches, yeah. right? Yeah. But, but when I went, I was six feet, one inch oh, and a quarter. Oh, you're shrinking, old man. No, no, no. I grew a half an inch. Oh, I thought you said six foot three. No, no, six and, and three, three quarter oh, wow. inches. That could be anything. Now I'm six one Stupid tape and a measure. quarter inch. No, I said, because I, I had him check it like three times. Are you sure? Are you sure? Do it again. No, no, no. You're six one and a quarter inch. Yeah, maybe they're... So I grew a half an inch. measure is off. No, no. I grew a half no, an inch. No, no. I'm six I one and a quarter. The, did you calibrate that tape measure? My weight is 215 LB. Yeah. My BMI calculated is 2817 kilograms wow. something. My BSA calculated is 2.22. What is BSA? Uh, butt service. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh, this is the other thing. I forgot this. So she says, okay, so uh, it's been a while since you've had a tetanus shot. A tetanus <laughs> shot. Tetanus. So I'm thinking to myself, and I'm going to do this next year. I didn't have tetanus. the balls to do it this year. But I'm going to say, hey, uh, Dr. M, I know that English is your second language. But in in the U.S., it's not tetanus. It's tetanus. So say it after me. Tetanus. And I'll I'll convince her oh, no. that she has to give tetanus shots <laughs> to her patients when they're due. But it's only every 10 years, right? Yeah. But she kept saying, tetanus. Have you had your tetanus shot? Tetanus. Tetanus. So next year I'm going to tell her, yeah. Dude, you know, I, I had a... It's tetanus, okay? I had an oral hygienist that was asking me questions, you know. Are you taking any medication? 
and she was like Polish or something. So she had a thick accent. She says she's asking questions and she gets to, um, how is your genital health? <laughs> I'm like, what? Excuse me? Your genital health. I go, uh, one more time, please. Your genital health. Oh, my general health. Oh, it's fine. So then the dentist comes in who owns the place and, you know, I'm kind of friends with woman. I said, yeah, I got a problem here. Your hygienist just asked me how my genital health was. (laughs) That's none of your damn business. Right. Yeah. And she was like, "Uh, uh, what? She asked you what? I said her accent was so thick, it sounded like she said genital health, but it was general. Yeah. General. Threw me for a loop. I told that story before on the show, I bet, right? Yeah, you did, yeah. Okay. Your genital health. How is your genital health? How is your genital health? I don't know. I might need a tetanus shot. Oh, so, John, uh, we have to. Uh, do you have any stories about dude night, dudes night out? So, TP ended up in town. He stayed with me. Yeah. Um, we uh, showed up a little bit early because Dan was getting there early. So we wanted to meet Dan a little bit early so yeah. they can, because TP and Dan wanted to have dinner. And then Steve was already there. You know why Steve was already there? No. Because he went to the casino. Oh, right. And he lost a bunch of money. He lost more money than he thought he would lose. (laughs) So to not lose more money, he was at uh, Five Roses for like two hours before we got there. Oh, my God. That's how bad he was losing at the casino. (laughs) Why didn't we meet at the casino? I don't know. I thought about that after Nick had picked Five Roses. But Five Roses is pretty cool. Yeah. And then we ended up at I like that um, place. Toby Keys. I, I, like, I don't like that place. And then man. yeah, Toby Keys is way too big. Plus they charge cover. What the fuck is that? This is like two, 2013, 2014, right, John? You know, the band at first I was like, you can't hear shit. And then the guy started bringing the mains up and then it was so loud that you couldn't you couldn't talk. You're screaming at each other. It was really echoey. Yeah, I didn't have a voice the next Very day. Very meat market kind of place. A lot of kind of Euro trash dudes there. Well, that's why we left and we went back to the Five Roses there, John. It's a classy joint. I like that Five Roses. It's a nice place, isn't it's nice, it? Nice, you know. Nice. It's, it's uh, we had our own table going. Yeah, I liked it. I like that place. <clears throat> it's nice. The food's good. Except I got my fucking favorite new shirt. Uh, I got the uh, what is it? Uh, cabbage and. Um, and uh, corned beef spring rolls. And I had no idea they were going to be greasy. Because usually spring rolls are... They're they're fried, but they're not greasy. Greasy. Right. This fucking thing. I bite into it and splash all over my shirt. Ah. I was so fucking pissed. So hopefully I got it out. I used Zout. Ever use Zout? Never heard of it. Oh, it gets anything out, man. So, uh, yeah. what we one of the conversations that we had is so uh, we were there uh, because we do this every year, but we were there also because it was Steve. Steve has turned fifty, Mister Schmuel. Mister Schmuel has turned fifty. Yeah. And then we were talking about well, we're all going to be fifty by the end of summer, yeah. except for Nick. He's a year younger than yeah. us. So we talked about going to Vegas in August for the dudes' fiftieth uh, kind of a thing. 
Oh, yeah. And I'm excited about that. Now, are you in for that, John? Are I you think in? so, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, that is so super it's cool. It's the new me, man. You want to shack up me. with me? You going to shack up oh, with me? Yeah. Right on? Should we get a room together? Oh. Should we just get a king or should we get like two? two, two? Just one twin. <laughs> We'd like a room with one twin. Can you hook us up? Like we had in Amsterdam, man. I don't know what the fuck that was. There were supposed to be two twin beds, and they were like half twins, and they put them together. Yeah. And we were separated by a blanket that was tucked in between us. Remember? I remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so I gotta Vegas say that that was one August. of my that was one of my uh, favorite moments uh, was going to Amsterdam. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. We never got to the Anne Frank Museum, no, uh, but we saw some other things that were pretty cool. Well, we yeah. just got to go back. That's all. Yeah, we gotta go back. Oh, wow. I was just there, like thirty kilometers away. Yeah, actually, I flew into Amsterdam and then I. Uh, drove out. We had a colleague of mine, Heinz, meet meet us. Remember yeah, that? yeah. He came from Germany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. And we Good did the time. whole, you know, when in Rome. Came do... from Germany at nine o'clock <laughs> in the morning. We were out to like five. <laughs> right on, John. Hey, I'm here. Uh, well, we're what? We're not ready. Unreal. Any other dudes' night observations, John? There. Well, you know, uh, other than you you live in high school throughout the yeah. whole night, and you got louder and louder, and I'm like, hey, man, are you okay, man? Yeah. Why wouldn't I be? <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> completely mental, jumping all over my shit. Okay. I wasn't jumping. Right. I was aggressive is what you're saying? I had like two beers, and it cost me 40 bucks. Where? Where at? At the... Five roses. Why did you have to pay? Oh, because we split it up that yeah, way. Although, yeah. although Nick was nice enough to cover me for the cover at the... Uh, ah, there you go. It was very nice. I got it. No problem. I got it. Well, and, and uh, here, well, here's the other thing. Um, a couple people ate, right? Yeah. But so I threw my 40 in, and then Steve was picking it up. He I said, know, I'm going to pick it up, and I'm like, okay, so I'm going to get my 40 back. No, I didn't get my 40 back. No. And you know what happens when people throw money in? Yeah. It always goes over, right? Right. So that's why Steve picked it up. That's what my conclusion is. Oh. You see? You think so, man. Oh, yeah, because he lost be. too much at the casino. So he had to get some <laughs> of it back, right? That fucking freak. No, I got it. <laughs> I got it. Just kidding. Well, I saw Dan pull money out of it. He's kind of a cheap ass too. Isn't he? <laughs> he ate dinner too. I know. And he pulled money out of that I know. pile. I did. I saw him. Oh, that's a lame. <laughs> <laughs> All I had was like the two beers and a and some cabbage rolls. Oh, I had uh, uh, started out with Tullamore Dew, and I had like four Guinness. You had like four Tullamore Dews, man. I didn't have oh four. Oh, my God. Come yeah, on, you dude, did. Man. No, I didn't. Dude, you were blasted by the time we walked out of there. <laughs> That's nonsense, yeah. man. Yeah, bullshit. Well, I guess you have well, you have seen me blasted. Yes. I was unconscious on your bathroom right. floor. That's right. That's blasted. I, said, hey, I was still okay? mobile. I'm fine, man. What's with you? Hey. Okay, man. Settle down. I'm totally fine, dude. <laughs> you were t- you were totally like uh I it wasn't like you were drinking 
beer or anything. You were caffeinated. You were on a roll. You were going off the stories and spit was coming out of your mouth and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was good. It was fun. Funny. Yeah. And then, uh, so TP and I get home. Oh, so I, we're talking and I'm like, hey, what time is it? And he's like, 10 to 2. I'm like, 10 to 2? We got to go. <laughs> so we, it's, we're only five minutes from my house. So I get him in the guest room. And then I say, okay, I got to get you up at 8 tomorrow morning. 8. So we're either going to go for breakfast or you're going to just head home. Why did you have to get up at 8? We had to get out of the house. So, Why? Because uh, I had shit to do. So. <laughs> 8 o'clock? Yeah, 8 o'clock. Oh, you man. got over 2. No, like I got done. busy, man. I got a lot of shit to do. I got errands to run. So I get him up at 8. And Wait a minute. So what? What does he say when you wake him up in the no, morning? No, see, when I told him the night before, he's like, "Yeah, no what problem." The fuck is going on? <laughs> hey, no. Hey, wake up! I just what knocked the on the door, on? and he's like, yeah, "I'll be there. I'll be there in a minute." <laughs> so uh, we get ready. We're le- about to leave the house. He's like, "Hold on, yeah. Hey, so I'm just gonna go home. You guys, because I was with my kids. You guys have breakfast. I'm just gonna go home. Uh, but before I go, I gotta take a shit." So, oh no! I'm like, all right. So, <laughs> oh. all right. Turn the fan on. Oh my uh, god! Make sure you flush. Yeah, I had to give him instructions as you're going. And oh. uh, yeah. So then he went home <laughs> Saturday morning, and then I took the kids out for breakfast, and then we ran a bunch of errands, and I think I got to take a nap that day. Nice. And it was a nice. Yeah, nap. I took a nap. It was a nice. I had a fucking splitting headache, man. The next day? Yeah. You got to stay hydrated, man. I know. I didn't didn't drink any water at all. I was, it just like came. So did it ruin your whole day? No, it came on at some point and then, um, and then it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what we did. We're supposed to go somewhere, but my, my daughter's been like doing all the shopping because she's, they got prom coming up, you know, and they start shopping now. The the chicks do for the prom. Mm-hmm. Does so, she have a date yet? No, no. My my son has a girlfriend now, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mentioned that before the show. Yeah, and he asked her out by texting yeah. her. What is that that's, shit? Yeah, that's bogus. Unbelievable kids these days. Kids. And she said yes. Yeah. See, I train my daughter that if she gets asked out in text to say no, no. You trained no. her like with yeah, treats, I trained her. like TV. Yeah, with treats. I gave her chocolate one. Oh, chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great, man. <laughs> but she knows to say no. Here, Here's a blast from the past, Scott. You ready? Yeah. Ready. Hey, this message is for John. This is old Badger Man's bunghole. Yeah, man. Uh, you get Scott in on this too, man. Uh, you guys got to help me out. I don't know what to do. Um, being old Badger Man's bunghole is really tough. I thought I'd just leave you a message on your cell phone. You gotta help me out, man. He's sleeping right now, and I used one of his hemorrhoids. I stretched it out to a tentacle, and I grabbed the cell phone off the the nightstand there, and I dialed you up, and I, I was able to evolve one of the his uh, hemorrhoids into an eyeball. So <laughs> man, you gotta help me out because he keeps shoving a giant cock in me, and it's really screwing me up. Listen to my voice, man. I used to have a nice, high voice. Now I sound like an old man. I have stretch marks, and it's just disgusting. I keep, I mean, how would you like if you got hot yogurt squirted down your mouth all the time? <laughs> Excuse me. I have a bit of gas. Um, but, you know, uh, hold on, he's going to scratch me. Oh, oh, 
Badger old man. Badger Man's bunghole. Bung yeah, that does bring it. back memories. Yes, doesn't it? So, uh, to give some context to that, <laughs> Mr. Schmuel was supposed to write a blog post for us because he goes to strip clubs and he was going right. to write blog posts about yeah. different strip clubs. And we gave him like six months and he, he turned in like one paragraph. I'm like, dude, this, what the fuck is this? If you're writing a blog, you got to do it every week. Every time you go to a strip club, you got to write a blog. So he wasn't delivering. So then he decided, was it his decision that he was going to be this different persona? And he was old Badger Man's bunghole on the forum? And he started giving a shit on the forum? Yeah. And then... <laughs> Do we not had a give John call. and Scott shit. We got a phone call from old Badger Man's bunghole. Yeah. And he told that very gripping story. Yes. And I think he told it very well. <laughs> um, and, and I... Because I felt... I felt that I, I was walking in old Badger Man bunghole's shoes, you know? It was <laughs> so realistic. Right. If I were yeah. to have, if he <laughs> were to evolve feet. Yes. <laughs> and then since then, Steve's never really participated, no, Mr. Schmuel. He's no. just kind of distanced Very himself. Very upset with us. Yes. And then when he would listen back, and then my wife came on and she said some things. And then, uh, is that when you called him a freak? When I my wife know. was on, I don't remember calling him a freak. Somebody called him a freak, and he didn't like that. He was the, mad. At he me. should embrace he, the freakness. Dude's night out. He he embrace just went off on me. He's the, the most lovable guy on the really? planet. Really? Yeah. Just this Friday. Yeah. He was yelling yeah, at he you. He was like, "Man, that hurt me, man. You know, you don't know, but is that was, Steve going off? Yeah, that hurt me, yeah. man." I said, no, I didn't call. Yeah, you did, oh, man. That's when he went you off. You called me a freak. <laughs> I didn't. I don't remember. I apologize. I didn't mean it that way. And I'm looking for you, and you're nowhere to be found because you're going off on a tangent about Tina Kleiner's. Yeah, old, Tina Kleiner. Her, her rental, she forgot her bathing suit, so the coach made her wear this loose, yeah, like four times too big. Shit's hanging out everywhere. Her boobs are hanging down. For, and I'm sitting there thinking the whole time, I'm like, he's talking about my daughter. He's talking about like somebody's kid. Like I've I've transitioned <laughs> my brain from from that mentality to a father and I'm listening to you and I'm thinking he's never going to leave high school. He is stuck. He's he's stuck in high school. I left high school. You didn't dude. leave high school in your brain. <laughs> your in my brain. I have very nice memories of high school and I just like telling those stories. <laughs> They're entertaining stories. Yeah. I mean the gym teacher had her up on a block with her boobs hanging yeah, over the end. Yeah, and I'm I'm thinking to myself Showing us how to do breaststroke. She's not even, this girl's probably not even 17 yet, you know? Right, this is uh, when I was like a freshman or sophomore. right, right. So she's 15 with a body of like a 22-year-old. man telling this story about a a brick house. Ooh, man. She's 
fifteen year old with her boobs hanging out. And I'm like thinking, what, what's wrong? No, no, no. That's guy? not the. That's not the, the theme it. of the story. The theme of the story is yes, I was turned on. I was fifteen at the time, <laughs> and Tina Kleiner was masturbation fodder for me for years to, to go to come to come. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> But the the fascinating thing about the story is there was a fifty year old gym teacher right that put her on the block, <laughs> which you have now become to show the fifty year old. But I would teacher. never do that. I would never do that. That's the important point here, John. I would never put Tina Kleiner on the block, who was fifteen, if I'm fifty, and grab her ankles and do the breaststroke. <laughs> Kick motion. Frog kick. While I'm standing behind her while she's wearing a bathing suit that's four sizes too big. I wouldn't. That's the difference. All right, John. Just so we get that straight. Because right. something else thanks is getting the, straight. Thanks for the moment of clarity. Yes, that's a very it's just it's not a the subtle. Way, as you were presenting it that night, it seemed a little different to me. It's subtle. Well, when I'm presenting the story, I'm presenting it if through the perspective of a 15 year old. And even Who when I was still in 50, yes, a 15 year old. But even when I was 15, I was like, "This isn't right." This <laughs> what the gym teacher is doing. This isn't right. But it didn't take away from my enjoyment of the moment. Wait, can you show that again? I'm (laughs) not quite getting it. Wait, let me try. Oh, my God, man. It was not right. It's hard for me to hear those stories. I try to put myself back into that situation, and it's weird. I, I, I have to divide my brain up into... The fifteen-year-old John versus the fifty-year-old John. You know, it's mm-hmm. just—it's tough for me. I guess I, I don't. Uh... I, I was talking to Phil's mom, not the Phil the bass the blaze player's mom, not the newsman. And I was like, "Yeah, my daughter's. She, she, you know, she's like, is she into boys?" And I said, "Well, yeah, she is, but no boys really ask her out. She's cute, but she seems to be very intimidating. I guess she's not one to bat her eyes and flirt and all that stuff. So I think you know they're a little standoffish and." There might be some that do like her, but she doesn't like them. What I don't know what the deal is. But the thing is, is I am so goddamn happy that that's not happening because I just, I, I can't get that through my mind, you know, basically how I was at that age. And she goes, yeah, some asshole putting his dirty hands all over your goddamn daughter. She like starts going mental on me like that. I go, Exactly. That's exactly what was going through my mind. That's what I don't want to happen. Some asshole putting his dirty little ass all over your daughter. That's exactly how I look at it. Yeah, but I guess uh, when I think about my daughter and my relationship, I I just, um, I don't know this for sure, but because of the relationship we have, and I don't think she would l- allow that to happen. And, and maybe it's just wishful thinking. My daughter wouldn't either, but you know how boys are. I know how boys are, and I've very, tried to train my daughter persuasive. to know how boys are. Very persuasive. And so I think that here here's the lesson, right? No physical intimacy until there's emotional intimacy. That's it. Right there. That's it. That's it. And Unless you have an emotional connection, don't even bother with the other thing because you're going to be fucking disappointed. 
So that's the lesson I've been trying to instill, and it yeah. seems to be working. Yeah, I, I can't even get behind that. <laughs> really? Yeah, just forget about it. Abstain as long as you can. Until Make that what age? Son of a bitch, earn it. Until what age? I don't know. Until when, the guy earns it? Yeah. And how many years does that take? I Two don't years? know. I don't know. I'm trusting that my daughter will know too. Yes. So that's that's the word, John. We have trust in our kids that yes. they'll make the right decisions. Yes. And it could be wishful thinking. Who knows? But I think that, um, I think, uh, yeah, we're good there. <laughs> Moving on. Next. Next. What do we got next? So uh, any other dudes night? Dudes night, John. Uh, big Vegas trip. Trying to plan that for later this year? Yeah. Well, um, we did talk about going to other places while we were there. Because that place has a bunch of bars. There's the Tap House, I think it's called, or Tavern, which is straight across from Five Roses, which we did not go to, which is cool. Um, There's a bar upstairs uh, uh, next to Toby Keith's that's uh, like a Mexican place. That's a pretty cool bar. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're talking about a dudes' night again in Rosemont. Yeah, we like did, in the I summer. Thought we were like going to do like a pub crawl thing. We we're going to go to each place and have a couple beers here, a couple beers there. But the conversation got so intimate, and then it broke off into four separate conversations at one point. And uh, and then we then we. Stopped conversing and we went to a really loud Toby Keith's where we couldn't really talk about anything. Except TP did say, "Hey man, you're looking really good, man. Did you lose some weight." TP's very thoughtful, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's a great guy. He's super cool. Yeah. He didn't go to Ann How Day Camp though. We determined that. TP but did I not. Did. You didn't go. I went. I gotta. I'm gonna ask my mom to find the pictures. There's pictures in the basement somewhere, and I will produce a picture of me in my red and how day camp T-shirt. I uh, produce it and post it. Yeah. Yes, and I will examine it. And, you uh, will examine it for what Photoshop? <laughs> yes, for Photoshop. Oh, come on. <laughs> and I'll be probably standing right next to you. Oh, that would be super cool, wouldn't it? Oh, that would be fucking weird. Don't you have any pictures of Van Hout Day Camp? Yeah, my mom's got them all, so I'd have yeah. to... Uh, that's up north there, John. And my oh. daughter wants to go up because she's got her permit, so it'd be like a 12-hour driving yeah. experience for her. So she's pushing for that. Maybe when we get back from spring break, that'll happen. But when we get back, I got all these... I got this the teeth surgery thing, and then I got the colonoscopy. I got all this crap in April. Why are you getting April. a colonoscopy? Because uh, for screening, to make yeah. sure that I don't have the yeah. ass cancer there, John. <laughs> for screening. Yeah, for screening. So I don't. it's not on my uh, mother's side of the family. Nobody has it, but I have no idea about oh, my father. right. Me either. I do know I, that my father passed away in his 60s. I, I don't know how, but... Oh. I don't know. I don't know my father at all. Yeah, right on. I think he's still alive. Mine's dead. Dead. When John. did he die? Um, ninety in the nine in the nineties. So you never met him? No, I never met him. 
At one point, he lived like seven miles away from me. You wow. know, I told this story on the podcast. You don't, you don't listen uh, when I tell stories. You don't listen either. <laughs> Look, I can't even remember when I Look. tell stories again and again and again. Okay, listen. Okay. I have a half brother. I am fifty this year. I'll be fifty in June. Me too. I have a half brother who's either. I, d- I a, have a half. I have two half sisters. Either a nurse or a neurosurgeon, John. Yeah, I have two half sisters. Dawn and Stacy. Dawn and Stacy. Yeah. One of them was at one of my gigs recently. Really? Yeah. Which one? The one at Peggy Canane's. Oh, I didn't make that one. Yeah. We just yeah. had a gig at El Sombrero. Hey, so mention the gigs you got coming up. Uh, we I got, need to put uh, these on my calendar. We got... Uh, let me see here. I got to find my phone. Where's my goddamn phone? Here it is. Actually, we're probably going to be trying out a keyboard player Thursday. At practice. Yeah. Yeah. Hoping that works out. But Julie plays keys. She no, sets no, them no. up we're at the looking, we're, we got to get those keys out of there. Julie's the star of the band. She's the front person. She can't have all this shit in front of her. She's got to be out there singing. People want to see her sing. Got to get her the wireless mic so she can... Wander out That's into the crowd, idea. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Uh, let's see if I can find it here. <clears throat> here we go. So we have uh, uh, it's coming up at Lee Street, the twenty sixth of April. Lee Street, twenty sixth yes, April. Yes, better be nice by then. I gotta tell you, I'm so tired of this winter. Yeah, that's a Saturday. Yeah, it's a Saturday. I'll be there, dude. Where, where are the fucking I can't find it now. Maybe George Biggs will come out to that. He's been at the Lee Street twice on two different yeah. occasions that I'm aware of. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Ah, Biggs. Shit, I can't find it. So that's it. That's all you got from me right now? Lee Street, 26th of April. <clears throat> no, then we got something in May. May. We, May 18th out in Naperville. May 18th in Naperville. Yeah, we're playing a big uh, a benefit. Is that outside? It's outside, yeah. Is it private? Or no. Can no, I go? No. It's only going to be like an hour. An hour. So there's other bands? No. No other bands? Not that I know of. What's the benefit? Um, I forget. But I can go. It's not like yeah, a by invitation? It's, no. It's it's a, it's a like a 5K walk run thing. I'll get the details. Oh, so I can do the yeah, run. Yeah, you can. And right. you will be the band. So it's like right. a morning thing, afternoon yes. thing? Yes. Like a morning thing, yeah. Right. So I can help you set up and then right. do my 5K and then uh, have some brewskis. No right doubt. No doubt, John. No doubt. I can't find it. I don't know what the hell I did with it. But anyway, and then June 20th at Lee Street. June 20th back at Lee Street. Yeah. We will both be 50 by then, John. That's right. And then... Um, yeah, what else? What else? Something in July, and then I think that's it. We're trying to figure out what. Oh, maybe it's El Sombrero. There's an El, another El Sombrero in there somewhere. In the mix. Yeah. Possibly July. So two Lee Streets, a Benefit, and another El Sombrero. There you go. And and more gigs to be announced. I'm sure yes. other people will have you Yes. sign you up for gigs, John. That is, you are correct, sir. 
There you go. Band news, John. Yeah. Band news. Oh, and we're working on a demo. A demo. Do you have something you can play for us, your I, demo I that actually, you're working on? I actually have I have a... a it's actually... Um, I did all the instruments on it. Drums, bass. There's like four guitars. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Uh, I can play drums. I, I can sing a little bit. Uh, I can barely play any other instrument. Um, but Julie sings on it. It sounds pretty good. We might redo it. Um, actually, the band will be redoing it with the real musicians. I'm just a drummer. But here's a sampling of it. I it's a Lannis Morset tune. You, to know you ought to know. That I happy for you. I wish nothing but the best for you both. And no, the virgin of me, if she preferred it like me, would she go down on you in a theater? Does she speak eloquently? And would she have your baby? I'm sure she'd make a Dude, what? Wasn't that your backup singer? Not bad, right? 
Right on. So I bought this new interface called the Focusrite 6i6. It's six input, six output interface for... Can record the whole band. I've been through two PreSonuses. They're both fucked. They both broke. So now I'm trying another one. And uh, Julie and I worked out the vocals and the drums. And the rest of the band is going to come in and finish everything up. But I think she's going to redo the vocals. Because I, I had her, the mic, I used your mic. And your mic, I don't know what's going on with it. I think your cardioid is fucked up in there. I don't, it's not a cardioid. Yours is a, uh, what the hell they call it? Um, not a, not a cardioid. Um, it's a condenser and that little thing in there. See mine, mine doesn't distort like yours does. Yeah. You hear how mine doesn't distort at all. Right. Why does mine distort? Because yours might be damaged. (laughs) Damaged. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to use, uh, the road condenser. I got Rick's mic still here. So I'm going to use that. That that one sounds a lot smoother. And I found my uh, my really cool PreSonus uh, Tube Mic Pre, which really warms up a vocal real nice. So, um, yeah. So we're going to do like five songs, get a demo done. Um, we got this really, Tommy bought this really kick-ass video camera for recording bands. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's called a Zoom I think it's called a Q2HD, um, and it's got uh, XY microphones on the top. It's got uh, inboard monitoring, so it records the band really fucking good. I can play a sample of that. Can't see it, but uh, you can hear it. Yeah, you can hear it, Scott. Yeah, right on. Right on, no doubt. Um, But anyway... It's really fucking cool. It records in 720p. You know, it's all digital. Digital, yeah. And um, let's see where the final tune here. So this was um, this was a tune we just <laughs> this was a tune we just learned like that week. <laughs> And this is off the camera. Not bad, huh? Not bad, right? Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. You can hear the crowd. And it's video, John. Yeah. So you can post the video. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually going to 
put a bunch of the videos together and make a montage or like a medley instead of just each video separate. Right. Hey, you know, the other thing. We put that together as our promo package. Couple of anniversaries. Yeah. Um, 30 years ago yesterday. Breakfast Club. Right on. That day was portrayed in the Breakfast Club. May 24th, 1984. Saturday Detention. Breakfast Club. Great movie, John. Great movie. And then the other one that's coming up is the 10-year anniversary of the release of the catheter documentary, John. Right. (laughs) I have to get that somewhere on the big screen. I have the original... Video, so we need to. Yeah, you definitely got to fix that. Convert that into like HD or whatever, <laughs> and then get that somewhere on the big screen, so we can have a tenth anniversary party of the catheter video. See if we can fly Kevin in from where does he live? Texas. Yeah, and everybody else is still around the neighborhood, right? Right. The other band members. I'm Zach. I'm 25. <laughs> <laughs> so did you um uh um you watch uh saturday night live not really oh well Why, jonah hill on? jonah hill was on it this weekend and uh they did like a like a movie trailer of the movie her <laughs> and he did it like uh it ended up that the voice was at the end was Michael Cetera. Is that his name? Yeah, from from uh, break. Super man. bad, super bad. <laughs> it's so fucked up, man. It's it's pretty funny, but there's a line in there that I had to rewind because I lost my shit. I was laughing so hard. I guess I haven't been very social lately. What do you like in other people? It's kind of a hard question. I guess I don't get along very well with other people. Thank you. Please wait as you're up. But I got to find this line because it fucking kills me. I got to make a sound bite out of it. Uh, I wanted to see that movie, but nobody was interested in seeing that with me. Really? Yeah. How would you touch me? Okay, here we go. This is the part. Too high? No, honestly, I think you can go higher. Here we go. Right here. I wish I was in that room with you. I wish I could touch you. How would you touch me? Come on, I can't. Don't be shy, just say it. Well, I guess I'd start by giving little butterfly kisses to your testicles. I did not expect that at all. (laughs) That was fucking hilarious, man. I wish I could touch you. How would you touch me? Come on, I can't. Don't be shy, just say it. Well, I guess I'd start by giving little butterfly kisses to your testicles. (laughs) What's wrong with that, man? That's so fucked up. Oh my god! Because you could visualize that. <laughs> That's what's wrong with it. What, what 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 are butterfly kisses? What is that? Oh my god! 
Well, I'll show you after the show, all John. All right, all right. You're going to butt a fly kiss at testicles? That's great. I'm gay. That's excellent. Thank you. Unbelievable. Right on, John. I, I, I've never heard anything like that before. I was dying. I was laughing my ass off. How are we doing on time there, John? What do we got going there? Uh, we've been doing about an hour. Th- it's 1030. So we, an hour 30? So we started like an hour late? Something like that. Yeah, so uh, I got hour some emails. Uh, usually I get emails. Like usually we hear your show's too fucking long. Like when we do a three hour yeah. episode. I got an email this week about, hey, your last show was only an hour, what yeah, was what it, an hour 40? What the fuck is that? Yeah. yeah, and they're like, hey, what the fuck? And um, I like that complaint better than the, your shows are too long, yeah. dude. <laughs> By the way, did we get any voicemail? No. No voicemail. Nobody calls us. Nobody calls us. Nobody. Yeah, what are you going to do? All What's right, up so, with that, man? What's up with nobody calls us? Uh, well, we're supposed to do the show on Sunday night. I don't know why we don't. Well, do I'm it. saying call and leave a voicemail, man. Jesus That's Christ. what I'm saying. Are we keeping you up? Yeah, I am really <laughs> tired. I, you know, I'm still on Europe time. Oh, yeah. I still wake up at 4 a.m. You weren't in Europe. Yeah, I was in Europe. The UK, right? Oh, I was in you? Europe, and oh, then you're... I went to the UK. Oh, right, right. Come on, man. Right. Come on, man. Anyway, our phone number, if you care to call. And leave a message. And leave a message is 224-244-7631. or 224-BIG-ROD-1. 224-BIG-ROD-1. Or 224-244-7631. Give us a call. Leave us a message. Or you can Skype at TTN underscore J-O-N. TTN underscore J-O-N. Where are our peeps, man? Nobody wants to talk to us? I don't what's know. What's up with this bullshit? What's with that sniffles? You got allergies or what's going know. on with yeah, you? Yeah, I got allergies. Some allergies. Some shit. I don't know. Yeah, I think I got allergies. All right, John. I so, do. Uh, I do. I have two more things to talk about. One is big science news, John. I don't know if you've heard this, but uh, they have confirmed that, um, not confirmed, but they've seemed to believe that the Big Bang really happened. No way. Really, John. So here's what's interesting about that. So uh, Einstein, when he developed general relativity and this Russian guy got involved, and he said, well, if you look at the math of this, it means that... um, uh, the universe is expanding, and Einstein didn't want to believe that. And at the same time, this guy Edwin Hubble started to make observations, and his observations were the galaxies. The farther away a galaxy was from us, the faster it was traveling away, which seemed to support the expansion of the universe. So then when Hubble's data came in, Einstein was like, well, no, the, or no, I'm sorry, before Hubble's data came in, Einstein was like, well, no, it's not expanding. It's always been a static universe, so I'm going to put this cosmological constant in my equations. Uh, so then Hubble's data came in and said, well, no, it is expanding. So Einstein was right all along, but he called this the biggest blunder of his career. And he pretty much got everything right, and he tried to patch this one when he should have gone with his instincts. Uh, and he, he would be even cooler than he is today, John. So then this concept of this idea of a Big Bang, uh, where uh, if you look at the mathematics of general relativity, do you know what a singularity is, John? A singularity? 
Hello, John. No. Are you still, yeah. It's when you do math and the, the, the product of your equation is infinity. It's a singularity. Um, so if you rewound Einstein's math, you get a singularity. So you get what you get is like a pinpoint, a point really small. Yeah. That the universe started really, really small, and then it expanded tremendously in a really, really short amount of time. And then it's been expanding ever since. That's how do you, the concept. How do you get something from nothing, Scott? Well, uh, there's a couple of ideas. Uh, Stephen Hawking has an idea about that, and it, it has to do with quantum mechanics, and it's about probabilities and the state of things. So there was this high-energy mass. I'm sorry, I used the word mass. There was this high-energy that was later converted to mass, and that was the expansion. But here's the really cool thing. The other thing that Einstein's general relativity predicted was gravitational waves. So, we have the speed of light, which is the constant, 186,000 miles per second, right? Yeah. Gravitational waves work in the same way. They travel as fast as the speed of light. So, what that means, John, I'm going to try to explain this to you. (laughs) Dumb it down, So, we have the sun, right? And we revolve around the sun. We orbit around the sun uh, because of the sun's gravitational waves. Now, the sun, it takes eight minutes for the light from the sun to reach us, Right. So the light we see from the sun left the, pl- the sun eight minutes ago, and it hits our planet. Now, let's say, hypothetically, the sun just vanished from existence. It was terminated for whatever reason. It just disappeared. Our orbit for eight minutes would remain the same for eight minutes. And then after eight minutes, we would just move in a straight line through the rest of the universe. Do you follow me? Yeah. Yeah. So that is really cool. So that's a prediction of Einstein. They've been trying to gather evidence for gravitational waves uh, by doing all sorts of different things, but they can't do it. And then this, this um, I'm not, I haven't read up too much about this observation, but they observe gravitational waves because this is a prediction of the Big Bang that they would still be able to see gravitational waves if this event did happen which lends this idea more credibility. Um, so what's, here's what's really fascinating about the whole thing, John, <laughs> is uh, Einstein showed us that the speed of light is constant. So uh, depending on where you are, your time is going to be different or the space is going to be different. Those yeah. two things are going to bend and or they're both going to bend in different ways to support the notion of a constant rate of speed for the for light. So when I was thinking about this, because I have some ideas about physics, John. Yeah. Uh, gravity is like the yang to light's ying. You know what I'm saying? So light is the energy. Yin. Light has yin. no mass. Not ying. Light is is energy, and it, because it has no mass, that's why it can travel at 186,000 miles per second. Right. Gravity seems to kind of work in the same way, but it's the opposite of light. So light um, projects energy where gravitation seems to suck it back in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But not in the form of energy, in the form of mass. But I take that, I even take that back, John, because uh, if there's a large enough amount of mass, light will bend around it, around it. That's yeah. called uh, 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 refractor, refractoring, I believe. 
Refraction. And, and that was one of the first uh, evidential, uh, evident, evidential? <laughs> of the evidence uh, for general relativity. <laughs> evidential for the evidence. <laughs> I was, yeah, I, I guess I made up a word there, Eviden- but it was one of the first. The evidence that general relativity was correct, because this was another prediction of general relativity, that uh, in some areas the mass would be so tremendous it would bend light around it. Um, and this guy, this English guy, uh, went to Australia. and No, Africa. And I think he proved that. Eddington, I believe, was his name, John. So, uh, so I had this idea, John. Uh, and I've been thinking, I should just start talking about my idea on the podcast, because... Uh, it's a it's a really great idea, but to be taken seriously in the scientific community, I would need a PhD. I don't ha- I don't even have a bachelor's yeah, degree, right. which means I'd have to get a master's degree. Then I'd have to get a PhD. Then I can start well, work with somebody you trust that has a PhD. Right. And, uh, I think I met that guy yeah. when I was in Leiden. Yeah. yeah, his name is Charles, and he has a background in theoretical physics and in the math. Uh, so we talked about it quite a bit, and we've been corresponding, but we haven't been corresponding about this specific thing. But the idea, um, so I had these ideas. So uh, Stephen Hawking came out and said, uh, quantum mechanics, the theory of the subatomic, and general relativity, the theory of everything else, are not compatible. One of them has to be wrong. And my idea is that Stephen Hawking is wrong and that these are both right. And I have an explanation of why they're both right and they will both uh, still be right. Now, with this new finding about the gravitational waves, it's very exciting, John, because light and gravity share some of the same properties, but they seem to work in reverse. Now, if I can take the idea of gravity, which I think is, well, I can't, uh, yet I'd give it away then if I said that. But <laughs> if I can tie gravity which with this new observation to the Big Bang, and I can say why... Uh, that happened at the at the general relativity level and not at the quantum level. Yeah. Then it's golden. Then I'm set. You're then set. John, at some point. So here's what I'm wondering: uh, all the Nobel laureates, do they have to have PhDs? I mean, I have to get this idea out there somehow, right? So how do I get the idea out there I don't without know. having a PhD and to be taken seriously? Like you mentioned, I need to work with somebody with right. a PhD. Right. But what would happen then is, would they get the credit? Would they get the credit? Because they have the PhD, the education? Yeah, good point, yeah. Right, so I'm thinking well, that... Well, you'd have to doctor up some sort of a legal contract that says that you both get the credit, but of course, you know, he's the only one that's going to get published. Right. I guess. Or I just use the podcast and I start talking right. about it and this gets recorded. It's recorded. It's out on the interwebs. And uh, I could be the first Nobel laureate that was awarded by stuff you said on a podcast. How about that? There you go. And there you have it. Because I'm telling you, John, if my idea is right, yeah, it's going to rock the physics world. Oh, yeah. John. Rock the. F- and forget about string theory. That's going to go away. Forget it. And you know the Done. thing about string theory it's it, over. is uh, the minute this observation came out about gravitational waves, string theorists jumped all over this and they said, this is proof that there's multiverses, universes, that we're just one of many. I'm like, well, that's not proof of anything. That's bullshit. Take your math problem and go somewhere else. BS. Yeah.
you string theorists. So there you have it. Very exciting science uh, news. Uh, you always love to see when uh, there's further proof that Einstein's general relativity is right on, John. It's right on. And you know the problem between subatomic and general relativity, you know what it is, right? No. Uh, general relativity is deterministic, and uh, uh, subatomic is based on probability. Ah. Yeah. You can't tell what's happening until the su- in the subatomic level until you make an observation, but your observation changes the events at the subatomic level. Isn't that something? That is. That is. Wrap it's, your head around that. I can't do that. Right on. I'll throw up. So, yeah, this is very exciting. So, when I talked to the guy in the UK that I just met, he's like, hey, you got to start writing this shit down. Yeah, I can write it down, but where do I post it, John? I have a blog. I can post it on the blog. Yeah. No doubt. Maybe it could be like a community thing. Maybe members of the TTN audience can help formulate and and resolve the idea. And uh, the... The, uh, the podcast could be awarded the Nobel Prize. How about that? Yeah. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Producer of the year, runner-up, and... <laughs> Nobel and Prize Nobel laureate. Nobel Prize And laureate then Phil, you know, Scott. he's got his news awards yeah, right. and shit like that. The Peabody. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, that's the other thing I wanted to talk about. Nice segue, John. Yeah. I saw Mr. Peabody and Sherman. <laughs> Have you seen this movie <laughs> no. yet? Now, were you a fan of Bo Winkle? Yes. And Bo-winkle. Uh, so Bo Winkle was like a collection of cartoons. It was a half hour right. show. Uh, but And they would start with Bo Winkle and end with Bo Winkle. And then in the middle, they'd have Fractured Fairy Tales. They'd have Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Right, right. What else would they have? That's the only two I can remember. Uh, Aesop's Fables. Oh, right, right. Aesop's Fables. My favorite was Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Yeah. So it was a, a dog who's a genius that adopts a boy. And this dog builds a Wayback machine. It's a time machine. Yeah. So that he can teach his adopted boy lessons in history. And they would go back to history, and, and I would learn about history, and they would fuck something up, and they'd have to fix it, and then they'd come back. So there's a whole goddamn movie now, John, and it's so cool. Uh, I don't know who voices the dog, but... The the voice of the original Mr. Peabody yes. was just so, I don't know if iconic is the right word, but yeah. it was just so awesome. And this Shoot voice you know, yeah, it's is very, not the same. No, so it isn't. I, I saw the trailer and I said, this is all wrong. The guy, whoever does it, tries to copy like the, the cadence of the original, but it's just not the same. Yeah. Now, the voice of um, Sherman, that's that's pretty well done. It's pretty right on. So that was the only thing that I was kind of distracted by. But the uh, the movie, I think, is great. Uh, it's got a great message. And uh, you go back in time in the Wayback Machine and you learn lessons. And uh, Mr. Peabody is just so fucking cool. And he's cool because he's smart. That's right. why he's cool. Right. Uh, and that's a good message to send to the kids. Our story opens today high atop New York City. In the luxurious penthouse of perhaps the most famous soldier of fortune the world has ever known. Me. How do you do? <laughs> Excuse the position, just practicing my yoga. Well, yeah, and he's, here, he's arrogant. Know each yeah. other. My name is Peabody. I suppose you know yours. I guess you're wondering about this contraption. Yeah, he's kind of it an ass. To Sherman. 
He's my boy. <laughs> my boy. My boy. <laughs> he whistles. Shake hands. Say hello. Hello. Smart as a whip, isn't he? Now about this amusing little gadget. The story really starts with yes. me. Yes. Naturally. You do that voice. I was just an average genius. You do that voice. Well, when I was watching this, I thought um, Fraser Crane, who's the guy who plays Fraser Crane? Um, I thought he would yeah. have been a great Peabody. Or have you ever seen the movie with Zac Efron? It's called um, where he. he uh, uh, it's with the guy from Friends. What the fuck is that movie called? Yeah, yeah. You've seen that one. Uh, For Mr. Peabody, the only thing harder than being the world's most extraordinary dog. Is the president coming to dinner again? You'll see. The Petersons, welcome to our happy home. He's being an ordinary dad. She hates me. Share your interests. Tell a witty anecdote. Make it work. I think it is Fraser Crane. The way back. He calls it the way back. It's a time machine. Are you going to, so you said you saw it. Yeah, I saw it. It's great. I recommend it. It's a great movie. Well, I like anything with time travel. Yeah. Uh, nice. My son called it. Um, he asked, hey, are we going to go see Mr. Peeman and Surebody? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. S- speaking of movies, um, Shia LaBeouf is in like a porno. Really? Yeah. Like a, a mainstream yeah, or nymph- a porno porno? It's a mainstream, but it's called Nymphomaniac Volume 1. It's coming out this year. Um, and he fucks this chick in in there. This is a story about um, how they do make the sex scenes real, you know, realistic. And this one with Shia LaBeouf, the cl- climactic scene of Von Trier's sexually explicit film, the audience is treated to a close-up shots of LaBeouf penetrating Martin. The scene is shot from below while LaBeouf is standing and Martin is straddling him, so you see a shaft repeatedly entering her with the troubled actor's face appearing in the leftover space. And then I'm like, what? Now now regular movies are fucking porno? Um, but what they did is they shot the actors pretending to have sex, and then they brought in real porn actors to fuck. Well, that doesn't seem as right. As body doubles, and then they CGI'd and matched the, the faces and all that crap. But here's what I want to see. I've never seen this movie. I don't know if you have. Blue is the warmest color. I've never heard of it. Uh, filmmaker A- A- Abadel Latif uh, Kishkish. Uh, Three-hour epic based on a graphic novel novel by uh, Julie Moreau. Tells the story of Adele, an awkward but beautiful 15-year-old girl who, after a failed fling with a male classmate, finds herself falling for Emma, a blue-haired college student studying art. It's an honest and raw depiction of first love you're likely to see on screen and contains a much ballyhooed seven-minute sex scene between two young women that looks awfully real. A a malang of writhing, grunting, and slapping as well as what appears to be manual and oral vaginal penetration. And this is what the one of the actors says. We had fake pussies that were molds of our real pussies. 
It was weird to have a fake mold of your pussy and then put it over your real one. Where do they sh- say this? Like we, on Letterman? No, it's in this interview. Um, we spent 10 days on just that one scene. It wasn't like, okay, today we're going to shoot the sex scene. It was 10 fucking days. One day you know that you're going to be naked all day and doing different sexual positions, and it's hard because I'm not that familiar with lesbian sex. So what they did is they 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 built f- fake uh, va- vages, fake vajayjays. You had a vajayjay there, John. Yeah, I have no interest in that. Monster's Ball was another one. That's with um, Haley, Halle Berry? Monsters yeah, Halle Berry, Billy Bob, Billy Thor. Bob, yeah, 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 and um, Angela Bassett was reportedly offered the role but turned it down because of the sex scene, which is very raw, and sees Barry's character butt naked riding Thornton's while screaming, "Make me feel good." Uh, but the scene which shows both actors stark naked and appearing to have sex was merely the result of excellent acting. So you can act naked now? <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, I would only do it if Billy Bob agreed to be as naked as I was, said Barry. We shot the sex scene on day 19 of 21-day shoot. I always say Billy Bob and I dated for three weeks, and then we had sex. The sex scene scared me completely, but courage comes in strange ways. I look at it now, and I think, who is that girl up there? Didn't she win the Oscar for that? I think so. Yeah. Uh, Hallie said, either you tell me every angle of the shoot, which would make it very stiff, or you just give me final cut over the scene, added uh, Forrester. I said, that was fine. It had better better because they didn't have to worry about it, and so we had more freedom. We shot the scene, and then three of us went through the dailies uh basically it was decided from there what they wanted to cut or keep when they saw the final scene they were both very happy with it but they don't say like uh oh barry went on to win the best actress oscar you're correct there scott for her uh uninhibited performance while thornton later claimed the realistic nature of the sex scene contributed to the demise of his relationship with his then-girlfriend, Angelina Jolie. <laughs> and they rev- they talk about Caligula, Don't Look Now. Um, yeah, crazy. But movies are starting to get more and more like porn. Porn, John. Yeah. I don't know why. Porn is free. <laughs> Uh, so the guy who should have voiced uh, Mr. Peabody, Thomas Lennon, he's the guy who played Ned Gold in the Zac Efron movie Seventeen again. Nice. That's the guy who I would have cast, Mr. Peabody. As Mr. Peabody. Yes, sure, man. Right on. Yes. Unbelievable. Yeah, so now I want to go watch all the. Uh, there has to be a DVD of all the original Mr. Peabody and Sherman's. They were so great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're 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 all over. Uh, 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 YouTube, YouTube, then. YouTube over there. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh shit! I'm just reading now. Uh, get this. There's a 
some sort of stomach bug going around, Scott. A stomach bug. Yeah, the Centers for Disease Control says, and this is uh, this is posted on Facebook by Marcy. She's a friend of Julie's, our singer. Um, the Centers for Disease Control says it's affecting people in eight states, including Illinois, sickening more than 250 and sending at least 10 people to the hospital. It's cyclospora. This cyclospora infection causes flu-like symptoms. Doctors say it is not a typical bug. You should go to the doctor right away if you have the symptoms. Uh, yes. Why? What are they going to do? It's just I a fucking know. virus. Yeah, if it's a virus. You, nothing, nothing the doctor do. can do. Nothing you can do. Yeah, go to the doctor right away. Great S- advice. Give them some money. Oh, that reminds me. Um, and let them play with your testicles. The other, <laughs> the other complaint kissing. I have That's about... That's what I was going to ask you. Did your doctor give you butterfly <laughs> kisses on your testicles? Uh, no, no. The uh, the other thing that slightly irritated <laughs> me about Mr. Peabody and Sherman is at one point he uh, he has uh, the parents of Sherman's friend from school over, and the dad has a bad back, and he does some chiropractic on uh, the uh, <laughs> on the dad, and he mentions that he's a trained chiropractor. Have you ever had a chiropractor do anything to you? I have not. No. Oh, who the fuck? Posted this. Okay, so there's an invite for our show for an event, and it's a horrible, blurry picture, and I look like fucking Pizza the Hut in this picture. Pizza the Hut? Uh, I don't even know what that means. Uh, Pizza the Hut. Jabba the Hut. Pizza the Hut from uh, that movie with Rick Moranis. They use this really bad, blurry picture of the band. It's fucking horrible. Why would they use that? I'm changing that. I haven't seen it. Where is it? How can I, I see it? I am changing the photo. Wasn't I right invited? Now. Would it be in my in- events? Yes. Events. I'm looking at events. Which one is it for? The Lee Street gig? Yeah, I'm changing this fucking photo right now. Very upset. There we go. Uh, Boston Mini Marathon VVX. Uh, I don't get it. It's not in my thing, man. It's not in my thing. Well, maybe I gotta invite you. <laughs> maybe you're not friends with those people. Most likely. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you're invited. How come I don't have it? I don't know. That's bullshit, man. That's some bullshit. Events. Some bullshit. I got four events. Upcoming events. All right, here. I just invited you. There you go. What? What's the date? 26th, man. Of Saturday. March? April. Of April. I got nothing, man. Do you listen. Refresh it. I did. Nothing. Refresh it. The number's still four. It's still just four. Just invited you, man. Come on, man. Come on. Fucking Facebook. Come on, man. All right. All right, I changed it. I'm a fucking admin. Damn it. Fucking A. No doubt. No doubt, John. All right, well, that's all I got. That's it. That's it. Phil's not going to make it tonight. Uh, That's all I got. Oh, uh, did I tell you I joined the speed skating club? Speed skating? (laughs) Yeah. My son and I are going to do speed skating. And he's doing hockey, too? Yeah. Anything to get out of the house, huh? 
Right, right. Just get out. Yeah, so start cutting lawns in the summer. In May, in a weekend in May, we have speed skating at, from 10 to 1 p.m. on Saturday and Sunday. Wow. That's going to be exciting. You're going to be like Bono Ono. Apollo Ono. Apollo, Apollo Ono. That's right, John. No, I'm not going to be like him. Oh. I'm going to be better than oh. him. All right? Have you ever seen how he trains? No. So I was watching him train the year he won all these Olympic gold medals. Maybe just one. I don't know what it was, but he was, he was, uh, you know how you sprint like up and down uh, the stairs at a, uh, like a stadium. That's one of the things these guys do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He was doing it on one leg. So he would cross one of his legs over the other knee and he was jumping up. One leg with one leg each step all the way to the top, and then he'd do it with the other leg. Okay, do you follow me? Yeah, I follow you. You do that. Yeah, let's you, do it together, gonna, me and you. That. I'm not gonna do it. Do it <laughs> together because I, I don't weigh 215. You'll get there. Yeah, after I break my leg <laughs> jumping up on one fucking stair on one leg. I'd have to do two legs. All right, John. So we're bringing 295 to a close. That's right. Uh, Next week, I'll be on vacation. Yeah. And you'll be home alone. Yeah. For spring break. Yeah. Um, And Amber's supposed to be in town with her dude. With her dude, Simon. The dude, Simon. I'm going to be busting my ass. I'll be working most of the day. Yeah, I got a bunch of work to do, but... Uh, that'll be in North Carolina. I've been running around negotiating those last two days with quality and with legal and nice. records management. Ugh, what a nightmare. Negotiate, negotiate. Negotiate. And what I hate about it is I know they're wrong, but I need them to sign a document yeah. so I can't tell them that. Right. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. It's out of sight. That is out of sight, isn't it? Yeah. Right on, John. All right, so no podcast next week. That's right. But when I get back, I'll have spring break stories. Oh, I forgot to tell about dance class. Yeah, you had dance class. Is this the story where the no, teacher had the... a new story. It's a new story. So my daughter's sick, right? She's got uh, some sort of tonsillitis or something. And, um, and she's like, you know, there's dance class tonight and i said yeah okay um well i'm not going i said okay no problem you're going i go why not yeah i'll go i'll go by myself i don't care so i gotta dance with the instructor miss libby the one you gave a hard time yeah so my daughter gives me instructions dad please don't ask a lot of questions don't start anything with her okay don't argue okay 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 so I get there, and um, they say, hey, my daughter's not here. She's sick. Oh, oh! so then you're my dance partner. I said, yeah, no problem. She's like, okay, are you, are you ready? I said, I'm ready. So um, we start doing the dance, and she's, she's short like my wife, maybe a little shorter. And I, I don't know if she's older than me or we're about the same age. I think she might be a little older. Um, and she's kind of cute. 
funny. She's real spunky, uh, uh, you know, very uh, commanding. You know, she's going like 250 miles an hour. And uh, she's teaching me the opening move. There's an opening move to the dance where uh, for two counts, you push your partner away. And then you got to pull your partner in into like a, like you twirl them around and it's like a hug, you know. And then you got to push them out and then pull them back and twirl into a hold. And then you do your two-step thing. And then there's another spin and back to the, the quick two-step and then back to another spin and a hold. So uh, we're we're doing the thing, and the whole time she's fucking giggling, like off and on. And I'm thinking, what what the hell is her problem? And she keeps fucking up the steps, and I go, no, it's two more. No, it's not. I said, it's two more. We have a set of four, then two. You you get ready for the the V, and then you gotta you do your spin, and then it's two more after that. So it's a full count of eight. And then we do it again with an inside spin. So then it's four, two, spin, two. So that's eight altogether. She looks at her notes. Oh, my God, you're right. Oh, my God. And the whole time she's giggling, and I'm looking at her. I don't know where to look, so I'm looking straight in her eyes, and I don't know where to look, right? You're supposed to look at your partner when you dance. And I'm thinking to myself, what's so funny? And she says to me, she goes, I cannot stop looking at your smile. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. <laughs> your wonderful smile, she said. Wonderful yeah. smile. Yeah. That's so, nice. It was pretty funny. But I fucking aced it, man. I had of course. It, within two takes, I had the whole routine down. Had it down. Should have been a dancer. Oh, I was. I, I, I wanted to be a Vegas showgirl, Scott. What Never happened to that, that dream? Now. Shit happens. Got married, had kids. Mm. Never happened. Hey, man, I used to have skills back in the day. Dance skills? Oh, yeah. I still got mine. You st- I've seen your skills. Yeah, those <laughs> are, yeah. You go for broke. <laughs> hey, that wasn't we dancing. We should have a dance-off. Oh, I would crush oh, you, dude. Oh, there's no way. I would crush you. You, you, you don't hey, have any rhythm. We going to Vegas? I've seen your dance. I will dancing. crush you, you in a dance-off. Cr- you couldn't fucking crush an <laughs> ass. You couldn't crush a That's grape. That's right. Keep your expectations yeah. low. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. you will be blown, John. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know, I know. <laughs> blown away. No doubt. That's that's for sure. <laughs> right I'm on. Gay. I'm gay. <laughs> All right. All right, let's get the hell out of here. Right on, John. Yeah. 295 comes to a close a week off. Then we'll be back for 296. over. And if we do this every week, we'll get back into the rhythm Five and we can start talking about current events, John. Five. Current events. Yeah. yeah, what are we going to do for our 300th, John? 300, I, that's a big I number. No. Did you ever know. imagine 300? I, I never did. We have to have a live band for that. Yeah, we might. So we yeah. know some live bands. Yes, we have we Modern do. Elixir. We have Genius. Who else do we know? Preston's in a live band, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. And uh, Chuck, he's in a live band. Well, shit, if we had Preston's band, we could have uh, just Preston, his keyboard player. We don't have to have the whole band because Phil knows the bass, and I could play the drums to probably all their songs. There you go. So, uh, yeah, we could do that. Yeah. I'll or check it in. Check it out. We could just invite Phil over, and we can put yeah. something together. No doubt, Scott. No doubt, John. No doubt. Because we were in the Knob That's Rocks. Right. 
That's right. You know what tape I've been looking for I can't find is the recording of Stray Cat Blues with uh, Dan on bass. Uh, is it a cassette or something? It, yeah, it would have to be, right? I might have it. It was, it was like ancient. That's the one that goes... Back, yeah, back in the 90s. I'm sure I got it somewhere. I'd love to hear that. Get a digital copy of that. Didn't he do uh, Sink or Swim or something? Oh, yeah, and you recorded that for his wedding, man. Yeah, yeah <laughs> played wedding. it at the wedding. That was great. Yeah, yeah. All right, then. All right, then. That's it for this week. Uh, 2.95 comes to the close. I'm John. And I'm Scott. Say goodnight, Scott. Good night, Scott. Listening to John and Scott. A total talk nonsense.